Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am your host and so grateful that you're joining me on today's Flipping the Script Monday. Now on today's show, it is definitely going to flip the script in your life as it did for me. And it's all about trust, but it's in the trust factor that you may or may not have heard before. I know I have it. So here is what's coming up next. while I've had this struggle with a situation that has happened in my life and it involved people that I really trusted and here is the deal I thought I was over it and then I'd go through these roller coasters of emotions and then all of a sudden I'd play the blame game and um, this is why I am where I am right now. This is why I feel stunted. This is why I feel this. It's because of them. It's because of the circumstance. And I, I want to be real with you because I know we all go through this in whatever degree it is. It could be a very small degree or it could be something very, very huge. But all in all, it has the same principle. So here I am sitting in the recliner this morning and I'm talking to the Lord and I'm like, God, why did I react that way? Why did I respond to that situation that way? Why did like, I don't understand what happened to those people. Like, they started out with pure hearts. They started out the ministry in such a pure way. And you hear, God, all of these people that were of high, who have these callings on their life. And they stepped into the role of a pastoral role or some type of leadership role, whether it was in the church or in a business um or in a business organization and whatever it was, I was just like, Lord, how did it start? I know that when things are started, usually it started from, from a good motive most of the time. And I just, I was, I was at a loss for listening until I opened up the word. And this doesn't happen to me all the time, but today it did. So I open up the word and I open it to John. And as I look down, I, I can be honest with you. I was like, okay, well, what the heck can I learn from this today? Because I really need you to answer me, God. And I look down and there is a pinned box that I've pinned around these three verses. And it's John 2 verses 23 24 and 25. And I swear to you, I don't think I've ever read this before. And if I did, I didn't read it in its fullness. So here we go. Are you ready? Now, here, here's something that this is, this is key to when you are reading the word, don't just read the word to read the word because you said you read the word. Get 
with the Holy Spirit first and say, Holy Spirit, I need your eyes to see. I need you to open my eyes. I need you to open my spiritual eyes so I can see. I need you to open my spiritual ears so I can hear. And now he's go he's letting me go as far as asking, open up the senses of my taste and my smell so that I can taste you, I can smell you, and I can feel you. And it's not always going to be all five senses at once, but there are going to be times where those of you who are watching or listening right now where God will give you a word through a sense of smell or God will give you a word of hope through something that you just tasted. Um, God will give you a word of hope with maybe something you read or heard or or saw with your eyes. And so I want to give that to you first before I read this, okay? So Holy Spirit, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus, as whoever is listening right now, whoever is watching, that Father, as we read your word, that you are going to give revelation, that the revelation I think I'm going to share right now, Lord, hijack it in Jesus' name. You do whatever you want. I'm willing to learn yet again from you with those who are listening and those who are watching I commit, I surrender this episode to you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so Holy Spirit has this, okay? So watch this. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. Now, if I stop there, we would be in awe of the miraculous and through the miraculous, they trusted in him. But the Holy Spirit kept saying, go and read more. But Jesus didn't trust them. What? Here's why. Because he knew all about people. It didn't say some people. It didn't say a few. It didn't say most. It said in general, he knows all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature, for he knew what was in each person's heart. I sat there in my chair and I thought, oh my God, you don't trust people because here I was like talking to God saying, you trusted them with that ministry. You trusted them with those people. You trusted. And he showed me, no, I didn't. I don't trust man. I trust myself. And I trust that who I am, you will trust. And all of a sudden, I'm reminded of Jeremiah 17. So I turn there. And it was just a thought, Jeremiah 17. So when that happens, just turn, okay, to that. So here it is, and, and I just saw this highlighted, and it's verse 5 through 10. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert, with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. And then the Holy Spirit paused me in that moment to not keep reading. 
And then I went back and he showed me, because you trusted in man, even unintentionally trusting them, you relied on your own strength, you relied on their human strength, and in turn, what happened was when you trusted in them, you didn't even mean to do this, Teresa, but your heart turned away from me. Because that's what happens when you trust someone rather than me. And what the result of that, this is what happens. You will feel like a stunted shrub in the desert. And I did. I felt like I was stunted in my growth. I felt like I couldn't go any further. I felt like there was no hope in sight. Even though I knew better, I just felt it. It was like this heaviness. It didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter like what, you know, yeah, I knew how to praise. I was praising God, but it was praising him, not for who he was, but to get out of this feeling. And that's okay to do that because he does, he he does cause our affections to be moved in, in the moments of praise. But it wasn't, I wasn't getting to that place where I am right now in this moment. You will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. And that's what happened. I felt like I was in a continual cycle where I would be up and then I would be down, up and down in this barren wilderness. I couldn't shake it. And then all of a sudden he says, now keep reading, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. So then he just stopped me there and he said, such people that trust in me are not bothered by those who are not following me anymore. They are not bothered by those that have a leadership role because you weren't looking to them for strength. You weren't looking to them for a now word. You weren't looking to them for the expectation of, will you come to my house and will you make me feel good that you know me and I know you. I'm telling you, these are things I went through, okay? Such trees, they're not bothered by who knows them or who doesn't. They're not bothered by the long months of drought. They're not, because they don't even see the drought. They don't see the famine because their eyes and their trust are on him. It doesn't mean that the famine's not there. It doesn't mean that the drought isn't there. It just means that in the midst of it, the drought and the famine have no voice or say because their trust is in the Lord. Now watch this. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. No matter the season, they do not stop producing fruit. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. Listen to that. Have you ever heard yourself or maybe someone else say, well, God knows our heart. That's the scary part is he does. He knows our hearts and they're desperately wicked. Who can know it? Not even us know it. 
Look at this. Who really knows how bad it is? And, and I'm not apologizing for my passion right now because this is what is freeing me in this very moment and will continue to free me at every moment with him as he gives me more revelation that my trust cannot be bartered with. It cannot be used flippantly. My trust and my affections can only be upon him. But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Isn't that amazing? Because our actions is what, even though he knows our hearts, that even our actions, if they're good actions, he's going to reward us. But... He's like, I don't trust in you. I don't put any expectation on you because I love you. And if you love people, you will not put false expectations on them, whether it be your spouse, your children, your coworker, whoever it is, whoever it is. It doesn't mean, now here's what happens with that. When we love people like that, it raises up the standard of living for each of our lives, not just for ours, but it also causes the ones that really want to do what's right to raise up their standard of living to where we're not acting like Christians anymore. Because it's not about behavioral modification, but it's about, Lord, when I give you my heart, when I surrender it all to you, my heart becomes transformed. And in my heart being transformed, my mindset becomes transformed because my eyes are fixed on you. And when my eyes are fixed on you, I don't see lack anymore. I see abundance in every area, just like in the Garden of Eden, like my daughter was telling me today. She says, Mom, when they're when they were with God before the fall they didn't see what they didn't have they saw abundance they were walking in the cool of the day with God but when Satan used that distraction of did God really say look you can you can have a bite out of that fruit of that tree but it was one tree out of who knows how many millions of trees were there. So instead of focus on the millions of trees they did have, they focus on the one they couldn't. And that's when, that's what happens to us when we take our eyes off of the Father and we put our trust in ourselves and man. We will see, it is, I'm not kidding you, when we do that to people, when we set our expectations on them, unconsciously, subconsciously, we are literally expecting a show. Can I just say that? That's all that will take place. And God is saying to us, will you allow my love to flow through you? My love is the foundation of it all. My love is the greatest gift to pursue because I am love. And when you pursue love, you are pursuing me. And if that is not the first pursuit, 
but instead you're pursuing the gift of the prophetic or the gift of this or the gift of that, you will, you will probably walk in that gift, but it will be without love. It'll be seen as pride. You'll actually see people as less than you. You will be inconsiderate. I will be inconsiderate. So that is why our greatest the greatest gift to pursue is love because he is love. So I just want to say thank you for joining me today on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. Because as we talk, I pray that I'm pointing you back to the Father. Remember what this show is all about. Bold inspiration. Revealing God's goodness. all so much for joining me on Let's Talk Studio. And I'm so grateful that you like, share, and subscribe to both my podcast and YouTube channel. For a greater reach, your reviews are so greatly appreciated. I also want to encourage you to go to godlychitchat.com and see why Selena Beginski with Pearls in Bloom and myself, Teresa Ann at Let's Talk Studio, why we are better together.